What up, what up, what up? It is time for something to happen tonight. I don't know if this is the Vaughn Joseph show, Thoughts from LA to the UK, or the Beatdown Pod. It's something. We got all kinds of specialness today. We have two ladies on the podcast tonight. Call the effing cops because this shit don't ever happen. We got Lindsay, the Canadian wonder, Calgary's nightmare <laughs> in London. Got Nikki D from the D joining us from Bulgaria. This should be thoughts from L.A. to Bulgaria tonight is what it should be called. So we got uh, Mr. Wee on the Wee side of the game joining us as always. And I don't know where Dr. Chima is. He's out saving somebody from a heart attack or something good, we hope. And uh, hopefully he'll be joining us momentarily. We're going to talk about... Dave Chappelle. Well, we'll save that one for Doctor because that's his topic. We're going to talk about um, Will Smith and Jada, Jada Smith, Pinky Smith. We're going to talk about some beats. I want to talk about Facebook. Really, we never really got to finish talking about that last week. That was kind of something interesting I wanted to uh, get into. But if we got the time, we will do it. And then if we do have a whole lot of time left over, we'll get into them beats. You know, we like to do with them beats. So send us your beats at music at v3tv.uk if you got stuff you want us to hear or play. That's what's up as always. Hit us up on the new Instagram at beatdownpod or v3tv.uk. So let's just get right into it. Um, so your favorite clean rapper from the 90s and sitcom star Will Smith been in the news again as of late. I'm really upset that Dr. Chima's not here because he's the one that brought this to my attention. Partially anyway. Still don't yeah. see him anything. But um, looks like things um, might be coming to a head with regards to his marriage with Jada Pinkett Smith. Maybe not. What do I know? I don't know nothing. He says that uh, the marriage can't fail or that or what does he say? Divorce is not an option. But for ages, they were known as black royalty in America. I can be corrected if I'm wrong. I'm often wrong. Nikki would know better than I would because she is deep entrenched in American culture at the moment. None of us live over there but her. But uh, that house of cards is I know it is about to fall to the floor because Jada had Will on her talk show back last. Was it last year? The Red Table Talk, where she revealed that she got into an entanglement with yeah. singer August Alsina. And, of course, her lack of visible remorse had her fans and other people not really thinking that she really gave a shit about Will. And uh, they started calling her all sorts of obscure adjectives. But I won't say any of those tonight because we got company on the podcast tonight. So I'm going to behave myself for once. <laughs> And we later learned that Will said that he got into an entanglement. And according to August, Will sanctioned this relationship between the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air's wife and himself. But not everyone was buying the open relationship chat and fans thought he was trying to save face by saying he cheated first. And he was just doing damage, damage control. So, well, I don't know. I really don't know. So fast forward to last week, Jada came to the red table again with, I think it was her mom and Gwyneth Paltrow. And she went on to reveal that she was having some issues with her sex life. 
So oh, people man. got in their feelings about this again. And um, saying that she's just making Will look bad in public, taking uh, their personal life to the main stage. And it's inappropriate and it shouldn't be happening. But like I said, Will made it clear the divorce was not an option. Jada clapped back on Twitter saying, stop making headlines up and that her and Will never had an issue in the bedroom. So I don't know what's happening with this. I don't appreciate any of it. I don't know why we're even really talking about it as much as we're talking about it. <laughs> so that's why I saw a post on, I believe it was either Facebook or Instagram about this. And of course people comment. And when you're popular, like Miss Nikki D is here, people respond when you post i post people don't say shit so nikki said somebody said why don't you tell what they said because what i remember you saying was maybe women don't want a man like him and i think somebody has said something to the to the contrary where they say men don't want a woman like this or something like that so what did you mean by that when you said that so that we could i want to start the conversation there and we'll develop it from there so what the post said was it was a meme that was joking about the fact that um, a man wrote the meme saying, you know, God, I want a wife, but not one like, please, not one like Jada, you know, I'll be patient. And wow. I was saying, well, maybe we don't want, they said not a wife, not a wife like Jada. And I, my response to it was maybe was we don't want a husband like Will. And everybody started weighing in. It was kind of a Mars versus Venus conversation about who really did who wrong. And that's how the whole, you know, debate got started. So, um, and my response was saying that the reason I even put that response on there is what I found it said. I want a wife, but not the kind Will Smith got. And take your time, God. And my response was, or maybe we don't want a husband like Jada. And my point was just saying that I don't, I'm not a fan of cheating on any level, but sometimes the reason why people do what they do is because of what's not happening at home, what they're not, what they are not yet. So that was kind of what my point is saying, what got her? Why is she even at a point where she's speaking so publicly about her husband? It takes a lot for, for years, they were very private. So how did they get to this point? That was my they really question. did a 180, didn't they? They were like really like almost like an elusive kind of like couple where like so like public in the sense that they're icons, but then you know their private life was really locked in, and all of a sudden they're just throwing their vulnerabilities out. Uh, I don't know if I'm jumping the gun here with the thought, but it's just you know, why are you airing your dirty laundry? Um, is it that bad that you can't communicate with the guy that you have to communicate? one to like um to other people especially with your mom in the room like you, know, you should never and like involve family and daughter and daughter that's true and then yeah the dynamics are a bit odd there it's just i'm just thinking from my if i was a parent and i just you know everyone's everyone works differently and transparency maybe is a good thing within the household but um like surely he must be someone who you can speak with like he seems like an inter an intellectual person that can at least hold a conversation and hear you out and you know is he not that guy is he that is he someone that you can't it's like hitting a brick wall um 
you know when you don't have the answers to your own questions you, you come up with your own answers right and that's exactly what I'm doing here but it's like you know do you have to go to Gwyneth about it like can't you guys talk about topics that aren't so personal that it's affecting your love like your love life it must have it's been like thing in the past it's like a current affairs it's like you know this is like you should, you're treading on thin ice to me there's kind of two responses to that one for me is number one i used to have my own inter- internet um talk show and when i had it one of the things now i don't have it right now people ask me why don't i get back into it and one of my issues is that when i had it i put a post up and it was kind of controversial and a woman got jumped on the post and she said you have to watch what you say because you are a voice and you never know how somebody's going to respond. Not what just what I say, but what I post. Right. And I was thinking like, when you decide to, to do something like the red talk table, you don't have the right to get at the red talk table and talk about everybody else's life and not be willing to talk about your own. And so there's a responsibility that comes with being in the position of somebody who wants to have an opinion. You can't just have opinions about everybody else and nobody have an opinion about you. You don't want nobody else to have an opinion about your life. You need to be in the background somewhere. So I respect that they put their relationship out there. I think that just doing the talk show alone put them in a very vulnerable position because rumors have been swarming about them for years. The other thing is as a woman, um, and I can only speak for myself, but I can speak that I know many other women who feel like I feel. Oftentimes when we get to this point, a woman like her, she's a lot like me. I don't say a lot about my relationship until I get to the end of it. And so I'm starting to feel like she's at a point where I'm done protecting you. I'm ready. No, that's- I'm ready for the truth to come out. I'm, I'm tired of this. And now I'm looking bad because I'm responding to some issues we're having in our marriage. It, can't, it got out and now I'm the one looking bad. So I feel like she's a little bit in defensive mode. That's just my opinion. I think for somebody like for a couple like them, and I hear this a lot from people that I know that are in the comedy world that are actually very uh, successful and they get a lot of tweets and a lot of responses to, to whatever they're doing. And they they get a lot of negative content or comments in there for, to their content, whether it be like on a YouTube or whatever. And then they stop reading it. So they get to a point where they just ignore the negative com- comments or even the positive. They don't read any of it. They just leave all that stuff alone. And then it gets to a point where they just start blocking that kind of stuff out. And I think that's partially what we're seeing here. So like what you said, where they they shouldn't be able to come on and talk about somebody else and not talk about themselves because they just don't see us in the same light as we see them. And it's okay for them to come out and talk about whatever it is that's going on at their house. And they've been public figures for so long. It's just how they function. It's how they move. They know that we know almost everything about them. Um, I don't know if Gwyneth Paltrow was ready for that, though. I mean, <laughs> I mean it was like, whoa, what's going on today? You know, I didn't know this is what we was talking about, but shit. I saw um, Gwyneth was on that show, and then I was like, oh, you have to, I have to watch this. It's all related. I had no idea it was all related, so I have to watch mm-hmm. this and have a proper 
but I can agree with Nikki on that a lot of women will keep that information they don't share until until it's yeah it's almost over or it's done and why is that though I don't understand a lot I mean I'm not perhaps I'm not saying but um but I think it's a it's a fear thing your connection is horrible they might be putting Um, out to the is it just me oh. or is she cutting in and out? She's cutting in and out. If if are you on your Wi-Fi? And if yeah. it's your Wi-Fi, maybe try on, if you have enough data. Well, it depends. If I'm on Wi-Fi. Probably the uh, what if I do this? Um, I think it's going to be I can just stop speaking and fix it while you guys keep going. <laughs> no, that's fine. I don't I don't need to keep your headphones until we do beats anyway. Go ahead. So um, to answer, to respond to your question to why I can, again, only speaking for why I do it, I just very protective of the man that I love. And at the end of the day, I know I'm going to forgive him before everybody else does. And everybody else has opinions and want to influence your, your intentional and very conscious decisions when everybody knows your business. So I have learned to just kind of keep everything close to the vest and Whatever I want people to know is what I'm going to share. And what I don't want people to know, I don't. But I do know that what for me, I'm going to use when I've dated a narcissist. What happens sometimes is as you get to the end of a relationship and you're like, okay, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. Sometimes the narrative out there and now you're not in protective mode anymore, you start getting into defensive mode. And now you want people to know your side of the story. And in Jada's case, I think what could be happening is she's using subjects that are personal to her and maybe they're getting away from her. Like she doesn't necessarily mean to say certain things that that runs this type of course that we're discussing right now, but she's on it. She's talking about it. She's, she's letting little hints out about in defending herself but now in today's world with social media one misstep turns into a whole world weighing in to yo it goes viral and everybody's weighing in has an opinion and I think that that's the part she hasn't mastered yet because to your point Will and and Jada are kind of known as that black power couple in entertainment and this is hurting that image and I don't think this was her intention, but I think right now she's not just operating as the, the the other half of a black power couple. I think she's operating as a hurt woman who's using her platform to kind of flush out some of these conversations and some of it's getting away from her. I don't think this is intentional. I don't think what happened the other day with Quinn and Patro was intentional. I don't think she meant it to be read that way or whatever. I think she was having an authentic conversation and through that authenticness, people picked what they wanted to hear out of it and it ran its course and here we are today having a conversation about it but i don't so i really think, don't think it, it was what is the rumors are what they are i don't think it's it was meant it was meant to be interpreted that way so she never i watched excerpts of it and i never heard her mention will directly so she was just you think she was just speaking generally because she didn't seem to be trying to cast shade on him from what i saw but yeah. Are those the thoughts? But those, those—that's what people are seemingly taking away from that. 
is that that's exactly what she was talking about. So you think she was just speaking generally or broadly or then and not about Will specifically or? Just to comment on that silence, um, maybe she was talking from experience and obviously relating to her husband. This is all speculation. Um, but then, um, you know, is that out like a far, like, like an outcry, but then disguised as, okay, um, I'm going through this. Maybe there's, there's so many more people going through this and uh, let me vent and maybe it will help someone else along the way. Maybe she was coming from it in a good place. But yeah, I mean, you know, when you, when you manage, when, you, when you're going through emotions, you don't obviously conduct yourself as maybe as well polished as you might like to so i think that's when uh you know people take the narrative and make it their own thing so yeah maybe i i didn't personally take it as she's trying to drag him across the ground because something he's done but i'm I'm at the same time thinking damn will's getting dragged like regardless of her intentions um and like when where are you in a place in life where you're not vulnerable and you're so like calculated that you don't um, mess up or, you, you know, because it's that thing, they're, they're a power couple, they've got responsibility. But yeah, you know, they're humans too, right? And, uh, you know, generally speaking, when you're in front of the light, you almost go into a composed best version of yourself, kind of, this is like who I'd like to present myself to be. So, that thought in mind how come she wasn't as composed as she might have been the whole like all these years leading up to this predicament so i don't understand why they're coming out with that though i'm sorry to cut you but i mean it's no no yeah that's what i'm wondering you understand who you are right the queen of england is not gonna she doesn't give interviews for that very reason because she knows if she says anything wrong it might be misconstrued. So we know you're this power person or couple. I don't want to know about your personal life, especially given the fact that you're these these high level celebrities. And especially in the climate that we live in right now, one tiny little misspeak is gone. You're gone, right? You're getting canceled like Dave Chappelle. And we can talk about that in a minute. You're done. You know, seemingly in the, in the certain eyes of certain people. Anyway, not everybody. So when it comes to like relationships, in my opinion, when you're when you're like you said, you keep that you keep that under wraps. And I mean, if you decide to talk about it, you know, down the line, that's that's up to you, I guess. But they're talking about like polyamory. We're not talking about normal mainstream stuff here where, you know, we just broke up or. I cheated and now I'm, I'm feeling the repercussions or, or, you know, the backlash from my, my, my partner as a result. So he's saying, or I don't know if he's saying this, I can't say that, but what, from my understanding is, is they had an, an understanding that it's okay for him to go out for her to go out and hook this up. You know, this August is saying, we'll bless this. And they were together for a minute. It wasn't like it just happened once or twice. This 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 went on for years, is my understanding. So, if these are the types of things that are going on in your personal life, 
and that's not normality as far as society as a whole is concerned. I think that kind of stuff needs to be kept at the house. I don't think it needs to be on the TV. Have you can have you considered that maybe they were being proactive? Maybe they were getting ahead of something. Maybe you know what I'm saying at this maybe point they're under a microscope. There are people who can make money off of knowing every little bit. If her if her entanglement went bad, maybe they were worried that he was about to you know, spill the beans. So they called themselves getting ahead of it. That's the problem. When you're in a limelight, everything is so calculated. You have to, every decision has to be thought through in ways that you don't even know how to think them through because you haven't even ran into some of these issues. I've known certain stories about Will and Jada for years because I ran in those circle, not their particular circle, but entertainment circles at a, at a period of time. Everybody kept certain things hush hush, but the world is changing and people are making money off a of scandal now, literally, you know? And so maybe, maybe they felt like they would rather be the one to give their narrative than to allow somebody else to the rumors have been out there forever. So maybe now they, people have proof. People are screenshotting stuff. People are recording stuff. So who knows what made them decide, but I will say this. I, I have mad respect for Jada because if you're going to put your, if you're going to be on the talk show talking about everybody else's business, then you are not off limits. That's just facts. No, I don't think that she's off limits. I agree with you, but I don't think that bringing it is always the best. I know, you know, you know, if uh, for, in layman's terms, it's the life you chose, right? That's what we're trying to get to the point of, right? right. But, but, um, like you can still choose how to articulate yourself and what you want to say. I mean, there's vulnerabilities and then there's like airing things that you haven't kind of processed together yet clearly or haven't come to terms That's how with. That's coming off to me. Yeah, it's exactly just what un- it's what unfinished. It's just unfinished. And, you know, that's when it's going to get hostile because they're going to start bringing up the talk show in their arguments and like, it's just going to flare out more and more. So that- well, it's very different from Gwyneth Paltrow's conscious and unconscious or conscious uncoupling. uncoupling yeah. Right. It's so different. <laughs> so then it makes me think that maybe what Shima was saying last week that, Oh, he's doing this for it's, it's, just, they're trying to make money out of it. Like it's all planned or calculated or it's just, Maybe she's trying to get clear. Yeah, but that's the other thing. I'm like, unless they're in like debt or something, they've been in showbiz so long enough not to be soaking up the popularity, or is it that they miss it? But they're still in it. Um, You know, she wrote. You know, she's revived herself time and time again in whatever she does. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're not making as much money as they used to, bro. Yeah. Once the rock started popping, well, they're not Beyonce and Jay Z, but he's like, I feel like he was really big there, even with the Instagram motivational route that he was taking. And then, what what is with this new the best shape of my life? How does that have to do with any of it? Is that related at all to any of this? I mean, yeah, I mean that's the that's why I wanted to connect the dots. It went from him having a gut from the uh, pandemic. To him wanting to get into shape and then it's the journey he takes to all of a sudden he doesn't want to do it 
and then from our last week's call a show i was just trying to map it all together i was like well, what happened it's like did he take it out did he take his frustrations with his relationship out on the show by saying i don't want to do it no more like like where is it all there's can anyone chime in and tell me i'm confused i don't have an answer for that that's what that was dr chima <laughs> i think we're all confused that yeah where's chima when you need him man uh, that was chima's uh theory that was his thing but i don't have an answer for that uh, sorry I, nikki go ahead i don't think that they're necessarily in I think money is an issue um, to some degree, meaning you always have to have some type of input when you have output, right? So if you're spending money, you got to make money to keep money coming in. But I don't think that's really it as much as I think that they're just used to being in the line. Like they like to be relevant, particularly Will. Will never goes away. He always reinvents himself. He went from the Fresh Prince to the person who does all these types of movies. Now he's this motivational you know, speaker who puts out these videos all the time. You know, he's constantly reinvent. I think he likes the limelight, period. I think he likes to stay relevant. There are many people who were who started off the way he started off that we don't talk about anymore. That was way more popular at the time he was the Fresh Prince, you know, that, that we don't talk about anymore. I think his ego needs the attention. I'm not mm-hmm. sure about Jada. I don't necessarily think hers is as much as I think she put this talk show together. And I'm telling you, I've been a talk show host. It is hard to sit there and have an unscripted conversation, just like we're having right now, and think about everything you're about to say in advance. And so you say things. And today, I posted something the other day about Dave Chappelle. It went off the wire because because of something that I said, just saying is you have to watch the whole Dave Chappelle show to understand Dave Chappelle's point. You can't just watch the first five time clips. It went bonkers. And it wasn't intended to say I was going against the transgender community. It was just to say, you cannot watch clips of Dave Chappelle. You have to, under he tells an entire story in one show. Mm-hmm. It's a beginning and an end. It is not clips. It was not scripted. I was just sharing my thoughts and it just went bonkers. So unscripted conversations, there's no way of knowing how it's going to end. We can yeah, say that's... something right now that can end up getting picked up and somehow, some way, one of us is, and you know, a women hater, man hater, you know, I mean, just just because it's something we just said unscripted. That's usually me, but I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't like that heat. Come on. <laughs> Come on. I mean, I don't understand why so many people get upset about somebody telling a joke when they didn't get told that joke directly. Okay. You read it on a blog or like in your case, some, somebody posted it on the internet and now you're offended. So the comedian is guilty of nothing more than being a comedian. You know, then what diminishes their credibility in my opinion is that they only get offended about stuff that has to do with them. And there's all kinds of other shit for you to be pissed off about out there, but you're not, you're only pissed off about, you know, this or you pick and choose it's like you went to a buffet or something like that john cleese said go ahead did you watch it yeah oh yeah i i watched it mr we was supposed to watch it because we were talking about it on on the podcast but he didn't watch it but no i did see it i did i watched the whole he literally said way more insulting things through that whole show 
but every but they picked one subject and made it only about that subject where he he was way more insulting so again and that's scripted it's for jada it's unscripted and some of these things are emotional do you the only thing jada said was basically it's her she was like you expect your partner to know what you want and they don't they can't read your mind that was the whole blow and i could not understand what about that made everybody think she was throwing will under the bus just saying that you expect i know people who've been together 20 years still trying to figure each other out that is but that's not why nothing. that's why they're pissed off or they felt triggered by it because so many people out there couples men women whatever have been through that so they felt away when they heard that they were like i used to date somebody that used to expect me to know how to make her feel right and i couldn't figure it out so now yeah. they're gonna go pick a side they gotta pick a side because they're like oh i know exactly what that feels like so, they so is that it. is that all she is that all she said because i saw that clip and i was like there's got to be more to it the way people are dragging it out it's as if you know she insulted his mom or something like that no, you, you know don't like, have to, you don't have to say more just exactly what nikki was just I know, saying people like who are feeling so entitled they, they're going out and f- filling the gaps for the for them right that's, that's the beauty of the internet i and take is that a, what they is that what you're in terms of being relevant that they want that is it is it like double-edged sword here they want the the relevance so that means let people talk about our lives and dictate where we go it's like is that what they're selling off be popular i mean am i opening another discussion here <laughs> i better not I better close that door and discuss what I mean, we're talking i don't know i think i think the, the bigger conversation that that isn't being had is really about polyamory in my opinion i mean that's that's yeah, really agree. the conversation that's not being had and that's what what's going on i mean at the root of it it's from my understanding again filling in the blanks like you said uh naz she went out and, and hooked up with dude, right? Will came out on GQ, I think it was, and did an interview, I think it was this year, said he did the same thing or something like that, you know, before her or something to that effect. So they're both saying they did it. We've got this open relationship. Open relationships then cause these conversations because if you're not making me happy and then Will has come out and saying, where's my notes? He said... um, he said he has made it clear that divorce is just not an option it's not an option right but he also said our marriage was the most difficult grueling and excruciating thing we have ever taken in our in our lives right so if you believe that okay we can't separate this then you have to find ways to make it work to some extent so then fine Go out there and see, you know, if you can find somebody that can make you feel the way that I'm not capable of doing. And that's what's happening, I think. And now all that shit's coming to a head and we're seeing the repercussions of it. 50 Cent's talking shit and, you know, everybody's saying she misses Tupac and, you know, and making Will look like clown shoes. So that's just Memes are deadly, man. Memes... Memes are just as worse, if not uh, sorry, if not worse than comments. Like yeah, uh, the one I saw to, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the one I saw today, and I felt bad for laughing. It was like uh, Jada asked uh, Will to dress up as Tupac for Halloween. Uh, 
Slack's cold. You it do. looks like a funny <laughs> meme of him running off or something like that. I don't know if it was like Forest Clip or something. Like yeah. Um, it's you just have some thick skin. Yeah, it's, it's petty. It's petty. I mean, what they're going through isn't. But like, no, but yeah, the fact that everybody's else. so consumed by it is is. But I guess that's. Oh, but it's great. It it's not me. It's not me and you. It's yeah. We are a, a society that is just built off of the Schadenfreude. We just can't wait to see the car crash. You know, we go to the races to watch and hope for that car to crash. And we build up celebrities so that we can tear them down. That's common, common, you know, people do this all the time. So, and because they've been so squeaky clean for so long, the second that entanglement came to the table it was like oh yeah that was like a track star running the 400 relay just getting handed the baton it was just like yep i'll take this and just yeah ramp. it's like what what's more what else is there you know if, if this is it and people are you know i think it's because we, we lack empathy and then we we resort to entertainment to kind of process everything and, the, and that's how shallow people are they're getting a bit dark here but um you know, it's just facts, right? We're talking just, more about the people it, here. It reminds me of the uh, Beyonce, Jay-Z, Solange elevator moment. Very much. Just like this whole thing. And then everyone's speculating. Why was Solange like so mad at Jay-Z and what went on? And, and then it shows up in a lyric on the next album. You know, it's just like, I don't know. I, I, so much to think about and speculate and what happened and well you know we do a lot of times we're not gonna get the whole story and a lot of times it is fill in the blanks it's like when um when dude allegedly shot um what's the we were talking about this what's the girl's name that got shot in the foot in the car oh megan meg the stallion <laughs> we don't know what happened in that car but we yeah, have so many theories. <laughs> we got a, you know, we got an outline. You know, he was there, she was there, this person was there. This is what happened. Y'all figure this shit out because we're not gonna tell you nothing. So and the, and the narrative changed based on your insight of the characters involved. So if you think you know something about somebody, you come up with your whole version of what you think happened based on that bias without knowing the other person. Mm. And so it depends. Like if I'm a fan of. If I'm a fan of Jada, and not Wills, or I'm a fan of Will and not Jada, I'm going to side on the person I'm a fan with and make the other person the villain. Oh, of course. Get out there. That's that's huge in politics, right? Yeah. When you're the, the politician you're supporting is always the one that's right, even when they're wrong, because yeah, you're trying to defend your choice to support that politician. There's always when, you're not, when you are crazy, when you're a fan of somebody, you are very... Um, defensive of your quarterback you know what i'm saying your favorite receiver when they make mistakes you have you're very defensive but when your your opposing team makes the same mistake you know it you know you have the complete opposite attitude towards it i think that's what's also going on with will and jada you have those who are defending the women have one narrative and those are defending the man side of it has another narrative of, of in, in their way of talking about the the situation men are dogs women ain't women are hoes so that's how they talk that's how that's the narrative out there based on what your perception is 
of women and men. We always have an unconscious bias. I think they call that cognitive dissonance, if I'm uh, correct. And it's it goes with everything, religion. You know, no matter how many facts I bring to you about your religion being wrong, it doesn't matter. That's your religion. You're gonna follow right. it to the end. You know, it's absolutely. Just, it is what it is. So, um, how much time do we got left? I don't have a lot of time left for this. Um, I hope, I sincerely hope for their case that they, everything works out for them. I know I'm, I'm a strong believer that this polyamory stuff doesn't work. Um, when I lived in LA, I knew all kinds of people doing all kinds of crazy stuff and society seems to function better or at least less violently when there's one woman per man. Right? Let me ask, what's the difference for that in cheating? I'm not a into poly, I'm just asking. Like Michael Bates' point would say, I would rather be in an open relationship than be in one where somebody's cheating on me. I think that's a different that's, set of circumstances, right? I mean, uh, uh, like, does it have to be one or the other? It, it does if you're going to be a cheater then you know would you like sneaking around is that a thrill for you like you know that's a question but then if you're unhappy then you just need to have, grow a pair depending on what gender you are and just absolutely up with your discomfort and just move on yeah, there's a certain level of deception involved with cheating there's not it's yeah. when you're having a relationship that's open you've come to an understanding it's like going to a job here's the rules and this is what we accept and this is what we don't accept don't come to work drunk and then it's like you're going to sneak out at lunch and then you start drinking you know it's it's there's an agreement that you can go and do this and i can go and do that um versus breaking the trust bond because now if i care about you and you're my my partner then i should be able to come to you and say this is what i want you can't provide that but i love you for all of these other things but i need to go over there to get that and it sounds like you're defending the poly side then no no, no i'm i will always play devil's advocate nikki i'm <laughs> First of all, I can see all sides of the argument, but that's that's the difference to me as to why why it would be better if you're going to be in either of those situations. The polyamory route would be better because you're not doing something malicious to your partner where yeah. you're cheating on somebody. You understand that if they find out about this shit, this is not going to make them happy and it's going to ruin everything. And if I tell them about it, then they're going to leave me. But for some psychopathic reason, you decide to stay because you've got some part of the dark triad in your DNA and you just feel the need to be, a, you know, to do this. Um, but that's so, why people say they poly. They said they would rather have an understanding than to be in a relationship with somebody that's cheating on them. At least I know, at least it's with my permission. That's you think that's a short-term solution or a long-term solution? Uh, is this something where they're just processing something or is this like, you know what, I just don't want to be with anyone? And there must be a reason behind why they're like that. Um, you know, whether it's trust issues or, or just greedy, um, you know, is there something that they can't fix? So they go out and try and find something that is fixed. Their or that point looks is, fixed. does it matter? That's yeah. Their point. Their I'm just trying to understand them a little bit better. 
Why does it matter to you if we made a conscious decision to be in an understanding that allows us to see other people? Why does monogamous people care what we do? If you don't want any part of it, don't date one of them. Okay, so here's here's a question that I can uh, that I can present, and I had this discussion on a different podcast a couple of years ago. When did it become? I'm trying to phrase this so that it sounds proper. Why why is it that monogamy is supposed to be correct, and anything outside of that is deemed incorrect? Who says that I'm supposed to have one wife and you know, my wife is supposed to have one husband or partner, whatever you want to, whatever the situation may be. I don't like bringing the, the government into my relationship, but. Well, I was, so you say government, but because, sorry to chime in on that. It's, it's just a, t- no, a little connotation to, to government. I mean, like these countries, they're based off of religions, aren't they? Uh, where these decisions are made. So like um, by the church of England or however you want to coin it, um, in in those eyes it's classes this is what's righteous and this isn't and that's where i think it all stems from like the differences you know what like if someone if i knew someone and they had made their decisions and they made their peace with however they want to live their life as long as they're not harming anyone fair play do your thing um Mm -hmm. doesn't mean i agree with you but i coexist with so many people that are different to me um and that's really where i think it comes down to like is it a case of what's right or wrong or is it just letting people do them? I mean, you can have your point across, put your point across until this guy who wants to just date one chick and she wants to date the world. I mean, that's not going to work. <laughs> We're not going to... Uh, no, you leave her and then well, go find so somebody know, else. Yeah, but, exactly. I mean, but my point is, is who says that this is not acceptable and why does the entire Western civilization have to follow that blueprint that indicates that i can't date Lindsay and nikki and nikki can't date me and naz and Lindsay can't date you know dr chima and whoever's apartment she's at right now right so why is that not okay and who's why are we allowing that to be the way that we live how far back does that go where i mean i understand the whole religious aspect of it i understand that but this is religious. exactly that's exactly what i was going to say but that doesn't apply to me so why am i having to live under those set of circumstances because you come into this understanding of, of of marriage with this presupposition that these things are there and i don't care about that because they don't apply to me okay I, i'm not so so much to talk about with all of this <laughs> just the base, really makes yeah. me think of there's a book by Esther Perel, Esther Perel, I think her name is, called Mating in Captivity. And I just, the whole concept of what we're talking about and people needing an open relationship, I think it's just people needing to do more soul searching and realize what works for them and understand that. And like you were saying, Vaughn, like about the, who says, we all need to do that. And this is the blueprint of what we need to follow because it doesn't work for everybody. But I think a lot of people don't actually do the work to decide for themselves, what is it that they need and why? And instead, you know, you get bored with your partner after three years because really you just, you want the adventure, you want the excitement, but 
instead of looking inside the relationship again, okay, what, what kind of excitement adventure can we recreate? You know, they think, oh, let's do an open relationship because I'm attracted to this person. And, but. <laughs> I, I think it's whatever gives us the results the quickest. We don't respect processes enough. I don't think we process shit um, as thoroughly as we should and get to the root problem, uh, get to the root of the problem. I mean, not saying that it comes instantly and that's probably why people seek, like, you know, like just trying, like results driven, right? But then like, you know, one path might lead you to a result a lot quicker than another. So like trying hard and hard time and time again to try and get something right uh, seems a bit, um, well, it doesn't seem appealing perhaps. And that's why people just go ahead and do what they got to do um, in terms of the cheating element of things or breaking up or moving on or not committing to one person and, you know, just experiencing new shit or like experiencing new relationships. You're so caught up on this new experience that you're not processing and managing your current experiences. And then your broken foundation leads you to just like always like, I don't know, float. Um, I, these are just some angles I'm not saying I've got the answers <laughs> I'm a mix of, of both worlds okay so I'm very <laughs> spiritual and I'm very open about that right yeah. and I believe in, in love and I believe in marriage and all of this right but I also believe in that there are different perspectives at different times like I'm the girl that wants to be married I'm not I'm the girl that wants to be married, but I'm also the girl that dates more than one man at a time. So, and I allow the guys I date to date more than just me, because at the end of the day, one of the reasons why I think that the need for people to date other people is there is if you break it down spiritually, theoretically, our first love is supposed to be our husband biblically. I'm just speaking how the Bible writes it. By the time you have had these days, by the time you get married, you have had multiple relationships, whether it's sexual or not, you've had multiple relationships. By the time you get married, you've had so many experiences. One person has a hard time meeting all of the different experiences that you have now fell in love with. You got the one guy as your best lover. One guy is your best friend. One guy is your the person that you can have the most fun with, you know, he maybe you went to bikes and he's a biker. One guy is, is, you know, like I can list a zillion things that I like and it makes it difficult for one person to meet all of those experiences. So now 10 years in, I'm trying to date somebody after I've been dating multiple people for 10 years, I'm trying to date somebody and now they have to meet the expectations that I've built up in my head and when he doesn't, all of a sudden, he's, I'm not talking about me per se. I'm talking about somebody who's into open relationship. And now all of a sudden, the, that one person. Y'all don't home. matter for you with that bullshit. She talking what? about her. <laughs> keep, keep going. She's on the road, man. They can't meet all of those needs. One person can't. That's why it's theoretically advised to limit your experiences until you get with one person and get married and stuff. Because it makes it almost impossible for that one person to fulfill everything you've been exposed to. And now you're seeking those experiences again and your partner can't give them to you. 
Mm. That's why we go outside the relationship, folks. Better late than never. I just wanted to say, um, guys, I am oh, so sorry. I am so hey, sorry. Mr. I'm not even busy. I'm not even busy. <laughs> what happened, I've been, bro? I've been trying to get my PSVR so I can play Resident Evil 7. And um, what happened was my phone was on charge. So usually I'm looking at my phone all the time. I don't look at my phone for a couple of hours. I get in the room. I look at the thing. I'm like, oh, shit. Because obviously I'm not used to like, I saw you guys like like two days ago. You know what I'm saying? So like, oh, um, yeah, so, on Friday, didn't you? I'm so sorry. I am so sorry. My apologies. for. Right. Uh, Naz was talking mad shit about you too at 805. He was just like, bro, you got right. I don't like to be that guy, man. I don't like to be that guy. So, like I said, just mad apologies. Okay. Um, okay. Just, just, just a mistake. Just an honest mistake. It happens. It happens. So, Nick. But I got, I caught the to- tail end of, of what you were saying. Sorry, I've not, I've not met met you, Nikki. Nikki. My, my name's Chima. Um, I feel like uh, I've not had that many relationships, but in in terms of um, my, my relationships, only it wasn't a so much uh teaching me what i should expect but more teaching me how i should like i learn things you know what i mean from all of these different experiences that then make me a better communicator or make me a better person it's not like oh my first girl did this my second girl did that that so the next girl needs to do that i i, I don't really look at it that way at all and i think experience is the is the greatest teacher, to be honest. So what, I think, are you taking, I, what are you taking away from the relationships that you're trying to take into the new relationships then? So, so yeah, so so for me personally, just talking from person, my first, my first uh, relationship, I was really insecure. I was really insecure. And I took away from that relationship. The main thing I took away from that relationship was how insecurity destroys a, 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 a relationship you know what i'm saying and then my second one it was like there was just so many power imbalances the only thing i've taken from my previous experiences was not expectations on my on my next girlfriend it was ways that i can behave which are more conducive to a long-term relationship so that's you- my personal experience so when you yeah. go into the next situation, do you look for your, I'm assuming you're looking for the positives and the negatives from previous situations to be present or hopefully not present. I don't overthink it. I, if, if I get on with someone, I get on with someone. And then like, I've been in a relationship now for over 10 years. So maybe my memory is I've been together that long. Shouts to uh, Dr. Chima and, um, Chantel, yeah, big Chantel. up, big up. I don't know why I almost said Charmaine, Charmaine. But anyway, shout out to you guys. <laughs> it's gonna get um, him in trouble with them. Years over Maybe. there on the on the non-wedded bliss side of the game. Uh, yeah, but yes, want her to do our intro because she's got a super dope voice. But I'll get her to do it. I'll get her to like do it. Sure. Far away. <laughs> but I don't look at any of my 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 previous relate. I don't ever look at them and and compare them to this one. The the only time I ever do that is is when I look at myself and I look at how I behaved and the things that I did that I don't want to repeat in future relationships. That's commendable. That's exactly what I wanted to say. Like, <laughs> Nikki, say that again. Say, say that, Nikki, sorry. Say, 
I said, that's commendable, but a lot of men are not like that. A lot of men are thinking about what, how good the last girl was at this, this, and this, and they miss it, and they want they girl, her girl to be that girl, and they can't, and they want to go back to the ex. Th- that's the problem, Nikki, because like earlier, wow. but before um, Chima kicked in the door and said hello, <laughs> the point I wanted to respond to was that, um, you know, we jump from, all right, so you were saying there's examples of multiple relationships going on simultaneously, right? But um, I can't, well, let me word this carefully. Yeah, um, don't get yourself in trouble. <laughs> yeah, seven months ago too. Uh, so, um, yeah, I mean, um, there's coming, uh, I, there's, I agree with you and I wanted to raise a point and I also what Chima said, I, I'm with him there. You got to look at yourself because you, it's only yourself you can control. Um, I don't go into something comparing. You should never go in and compare. You'll lose that battle. You shouldn't compare yourself with it. Well, I guess you're comparing yourself and what you've had and what you want and what you're getting. But ultimately, um, the only reflection should be is what have I gained from this? What can I offer? People don't go in like, uh, thinking about what they can offer they can they only think about what they can take and that's yeah. the biggest problem so if mm. you go in and you can offer something then you've got something that you can you know you're you're an asset and then this vice versa with your with whoever you're dating or being with um and if you have that mentality then you're already on a winning stream because you're going to go in with some positivity and if you bring in the excess baggage of oh this chick was like this and you can't cook or this chick's like oh this guy's like that and he and you can't I don't know I'm just stereotyping ideas here but like you know okay he can't cook let's put it like that and um and then like you know you what are you looking for you're looking backwards you're not looking forwards because as every day passes we should be growing and developing so if we're comparing something from the past then you're not in the right headspace now to be in that year. If let's say it was last year, you should be someone else this year than you were last year. Better so, version. Yeah, best version of yourself, right? Um, you know, the only thing we should be comparing ourselves to is who we were yesterday, and not to you know what's and who we, yeah, yeah, and who absolutely. we're gonna be. Yeah. And I think that's where it all goes wrong. That's where the way it should be, and I believe in more in when in more healthier relationships, that's what it is. I don't get in a relationship for what I can get out of it. I give get into a relationship to what I can give. A person, a relationship shouldn't complete you; it should complement you. And so, Correct. at the end of the day, that's why I do it. But I can't tell you. I mean, I'm friends with a lot of males. I'm not speaking from a bitter woman's experience, and this is what men put me through. I'm speaking from I've watched my male friends still long, you know, like yearning over certain acts that women did or to your point like they may have been a better cook you know they had a girl that used to cook for them all the time and a current girl woman is a businesswoman who doesn't have the time to cook when she gets home she's a businesswoman she gets home at the same time you do and you're upset because she doesn't do what your last woman did you know what i'm saying so that happens and that's the problem is when a lot of people who are into open relationships they're trying to fulfill all those things from different people because they've gotten to a point where they realize that one person can't. And then you have the cheater. You have the person who knows that they don't have it and they just do it without permission. So so to add to that, there's multiple relationships simultaneously, right? So there's no cap. It doesn't end. And where I feel like people grow is when they have a moment to reflect. So like, um, you know, what? let's say 
I can't really speak for people who are in multiple relationships, but like, let's say you one relationship ends, but are you hopping onto another? Have you really processed that one? Have you gone through and healed before you can go in? Because you're going to be baggage to that new person that you're with if you haven't really healed from the previous one. And when and that's when people when people hop, that's when maybe they haven't and they're comparing. So if you are someone, not you in particular, I'm just saying whoever, if you are someone who's uh, vulnerable to that, then maybe that particular type of person needs to pause, heal, and then go out and see what they want. And I feel like um, if they did that, then maybe they'll get what they want to be more satisfied. But that's just that particular mindset. Other people, I don't know where they are in life and they don't need it and they have perfect sense in the way they live. All of us here, I think we're all fairly woke as people and we've done work on ourselves and have reflected and you know really written out all of these things that we're thinking about and why did this not work out and what do I want in the next thing and who am I what am I putting out there we all think about these things so it's just it's really nice to hear you talk about that because it's so true everything you say mm-hmm. you know and Nikki like we we really process these things whereas a lot of people just don't they don't they're, they're they just want instant instant fix yeah, okay. like so yeah people don't put in the work it comes that down to processing and putting in the work and not shying away from um effort putting in effort and <laughs> looking at in... what your flaws are right and yeah, yeah, what, yeah. all of that but to bottom point we're sitting here making it seem like because we think this way it's the right way there are other people who sit here and say who says my way is wrong now yeah, cheating exactly. is yeah. wrong. I think we can everybody can agree that cheating itself is wrong. That's deception. But anything short of cheating, whether you date openly, whether you have a polyamorous relationship, whether you know you have you know multiple wives or husbands or whatever, there are people to Vaughn's point. What makes what because we think this way, we speak as if our way, and I'm not saying us literally, I'm saying people's opinion our way is the right way. And if you don't think like me, then you're wrong. And maybe they just have a, their brain is wired different. Maybe they literally just don't see monogamy as a way of life. Mm -hmm. And they feel happy and fulfilled and at peace with multiple partners. Those those people never come across as happy though, do they? I know some that do. Uh, I've not seen seen any. And I know that's a completely judgmental thing to say. Go on Michael Bayes' page. He will argue with you all day long saying, who are you to tell me I'm not happy? That's his tone. He like literally his tone of his page to say, who are you to tell me I'm not happy because I'm living this life and I'm loving it. Someone someone that screaming about how happy they are usually is not that happy. You know what I'm saying? It's possible. In my my experience. I'm just saying, I'm just having been around a little while and seen these relationships there's a trend in the type of i remember i remember um you know a woman who shall remain nameless uh you know telling me about why are you talking about nameless people that shit didn't happen put a put a real name on her (laughs) now why would i do that why would i put 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 their business out there this girl becky that i know and just kept her pushing and you didn't even have to come up with the fake I'm not going to say her name. I feel uh, okay. I feel you, right? Um, when I'm single, 
I've been more happy single than I have been when I'm I've not, been I'm, I'm not I'm saying that you single and dating. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying that you have to be in a relationship to be happy. I'm not saying that at all. But, but that's wh- what a lot of poly people think. No, it is. It is what a lot of people think. Yeah. Really? Unfortunately. I'm, I'm, when I date multiple people, you could liken it to a poly relationship, meaning that there's no one person that I see at any given time. And I, when people use the word poly, they think sexual. My relationships are not all sexual, but they are romantic in a sense that it's people who I've loved that love me. I'm not in, I'm not seeing multiple people now, but I'm saying at times when I have. Does, and does I it have people yeah, sorry, sorry. my happiness. Because yeah, yeah. They, huh? Yeah, sorry, no, my bad. Keep going. Yeah. I have had people question my happiness because I because I'm single, because they think you want to be married. Yes, I want to be married, but I don't want to be in an unhappy relationship more than I want to be single and have the choice to do what I want to do. I'm at peace when I'm single. When I'm in a relationship, it actually stresses me more out because now <laughs> I'm worried about whether or not if I'm gonna be cheated on or not. I don't oh, care about what they're doing when I'm not in a relationship. Well, I mean, the circumstances must want me to think, am I, am, is someone being faithful towards me? But let's take away the trust issues and just keep it at relationships. Uh, and if we're talking happiness, then you can't rely on someone else for your happiness. You've got to be the driving force of your own. That's you are your vehicle, I'm right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, but, uh, and, and then again, I and guess I it's a search to... until they, uh, yeah, I was just going to say, I, I guess, you will remain happy and single until, I guess, if a, a, a driving force comes and changes that for you. But ultimately, if you're happy and the bonus of having someone else keeps you happy as well, then I think you're winning, right? But I think even when you find someone that you're compatible with or you're not really compatible with, but you have enough respect for each other to build a foundation, it takes years to kind of develop that, um, uh, what should I say, that, that the right partner, I think. It's like, how long does a honeymoon period last until you got to deal with some real life shit? And then it's not always, um, it's just like that. What is it? Many men, is it from 50 Cent? I'm quoting him, but, um, you know, sunny days would be so special without rain. Uh, and then I forgot the other bar, but you get what I mean, right? You can't have one, you can't have dark without lightness. So I guess to appreciate anything, you've got to experience it all. So then it's a wholesome experience now. So we can't pick and choose just happy moments 24-7, can we? It's just not our no, life I is. the word peace. That's why I say I'm at peace. Yeah, it's peace, peace, peaceful peace, yeah. to know that I have people in my life that really care about me. It's peaceful to know I have not, I don't have to worry about what anybody's doing when I'm on the road because I'm a, I travel for my job. It's peaceful. I've been in a relationship where men tell me they love me and then they cheat. You mm. know what I'm saying? And I don't necessarily believe that they didn't love me, but they still made the decision to cheat. I'd rather be in a relationship with a man and I have guys in my life, not right now, again, I'm not doing it in the moment, but I have had guys in my life that were very open. I love you, but I don't want to hurt you. So I would rather keep it open, but yet they are still as giving and as loving and, and to me as a, as a boyfriend or a fiance or a husband. So I would rather be with that person that was honest with me than be with the person who selfishly takes me off the market and still shops himself around. Hmm. Fair enough. Um, yeah, uh, yeah that, that makes com- complete sense. But 
I, I, I might be, um, I've, I've jumped to conclusions here because I, I'm in the kind of Will Smith mode. I think, did this come from Willow and her, her uh, is that where this thread came from in terms of, or Jada and, and Will's rela open yeah, relationship? Yeah, we, we started off at Jada and Will. And uh, this is- We ain't got to Willow yet. No, <laughs> you, you ain't got to Willow. That's next um, episode. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not by any means saying that you need to be in a relationship to be happy. And uh, completely, I can see how it could be fun dating mul multiple people um, and being open and honest about it. But I think I do think that it seems that when it gets more serious, and when when because these relationships, it's not like it's like everyone is part of the relationship. It's not like so. For example, you might be dating multiple people, right? But the, say you're dating John and James. Uh, John and James might not necessarily have a relationship. But my understanding of this kind of three-way, four-way, five-way relationship that people are having is everyone is intimately involved, right? Which I think is a, is another level. And 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 just when when you're when you're talking about comparisons, well, that's where the whole comparison thing just blows open. And then there's going to be a, a lot of friction in that situation. But, well, that's why I like, literally, <laughs> because I don't like to share my bed. I don't necessarily, just because I date multiple people don't mean I'm sleeping with multiple people. Let me be clear on that. Okay. But there are some people who don't mind sharing bed. I do. But so my thinking is different than the, than the marriage thinking, right? The person who wants to be married and da, 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 da. I'm in the middle. That's why I said I'm in kind of the both world. I want to be married, but I would rather be single and be in, in with honest people than be married and in a dishonest relationship. Without and, a doubt. Yeah. Right. And so then you have the poly people. This Bond started this conversation because he made it seem like we Will and Jada's relationship is a little messy because they into that poly stuff. And I asked him, how's that any worse than somebody who's in a relationship and cheating? That was how the conversation started. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. And then when uh, he started uh, defending the the cheating part, I mean, you know, the poly part and saying, because cheating, I said, well, now you're defending the poly part. I said, so you're agreeing that everybody doesn't have the same mindset. I didn't, so, so are we saying, I regardless of poly or molly, whatever <laughs> we, what type of dolly we're on? Poly or, poly or molly on the dolly. <laughs> Yeah, whichever one of those, they've still got problems and none of that shit is fixing it for right. them, right? Now, so when a man has when a man has many women, I didn't get the, the to finish what I was gonna say, and we just kind of branched off into a deeper conversation about other stuff. Um they don't get as much of him as they should, and it becomes fragmentary and it usually breaks down. Okay. So this is where I was going with the polyamorous stuff. I wasn't I was I was understanding of why it happens, but not completely. Um, Lindsay, it's all cool. good. We'll catch you uh, next week. She's got to sign off. Um, she's got. Thanks, guys. I'm so sorry. Got to go. That's all right. <laughs> all right. Peace. Take care. Um, I'm about to turn that on her, too. So lucky. <laughs> <laughs> So now this is not casual sleeping around. That's not what I'm saying. You know, this is when there's an actual, you know, there's actual relationships, but that implies sex is casual. And that assumes it can be divorced from, you know, from the rest of functional life, motivational life values, whatever. And you can't divorce it without paying a price. And that's what we're seeing with Will and, and uh, Jada right now. Okay. So Sigmund Freud will call it psychopathy. 
right? It's it's just nuts to think that you can just go and sleep around and there's not going to be any issue. And, you know, that's reducing a person into like this transient sexual companion. So to separate it like that and do it well, you know, it generally is going to leak into everything else you do in life, right? Which just destroys everything you touch. So stable monogamy is the best option we know of, especially for the stability of children and family and that's why people tend to go that route of marriage and why they tend to say we can't have multiple partners and it be successful that's that's my understanding of why our world is structured the way it is right now i always say every choice comes with a compromise so if you choose to be in a marriage you're compromising you know, the ability to date other people. If you choose to be in a poly relationship, you compromise some of the values that comes with being in a monogamous relationship. I agree. I just have I just have a, a open-mindedness about, I don't necessarily agree with your choices. I just understand that I may not understand all, everybody's choices. Right on. I- Go doctor, you got something to close us out on this topic? I feel like the way you broke it down there was 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 perfect. To be honest, I I do wonder um how because you know wait 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 you know who I that that wasn't completely my breakdown, that was Dr. Jordan Peterson. Yeah, like I said, he 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 says some common sense things. You know, I don't say nothing that profound on the podcast, so don't even you know. Even when I do write the script of the show, anyway. Sorry, I keep cutting you off. Now you now you don't. Um, but what I was thinking was um how do the because in some cultures you can have four wives right right i'm thinking like islam does how does that work out does that work out i i've got a i've got a friend actually who i know you're not asking me that (laughs) i I know he's looking at me (laughs) no i'm not i'm not i'm not i'm not looking at anyone i'm just saying does anyone have any experience of it i have a friend actually who i think is her her dad I think had multiple wives, um, but it wasn't like it was more in the same. Uh, the sense I got was more like how my dad has uh, uh, multiple <laughs> wives. They just weren't all at the same time. You know, I, do you know what I'm saying? Like he got married, then he got divorced, then he got. And it seems like it's exactly kind of the same kind of thing. It's like they're not all one family sort of like the same way me and my brother with with, with my mom are. I think that works from my not direct experience, but from my experience of other people that are in those situations, they work well when the understanding is there and it's a cohesive group. Excuse me, like what you said, uh, somebody said John and Bob don't have a relationship, but, you know, Karen or whatever is with both of them. So when John and Bob do have a relationship, then three incomes in a house is way better than two incomes in a house. Okay. When three people are making it work and I'm, I'm really good at this and he's really good at that. And she's enough for both or all three or whatever, then, or even if it's vice versa with multiple women and and one guy, my understanding is, is when there is that understanding, it works for them and for us to fall into this westernized mindset of you know you have to have somebody and only one body then 
you know, it doesn't always work for everybody. I don't know. I've not experienced it. And it's not something that I don't think that my fragile ego could handle being with a woman that's got, because I've seen TV shows where, she, you know, the guy comes to the house and then he's downstairs watching TV and his wife is upstairs with the other dude. And I'm like, no, that, <laughs> yeah. no fuck that shit. That's that, that's that, in, that's that insecurity, bro. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'll be that insecure. No, no, I feel you. That's what I'm saying. Like, but, I'm the same as well. I, I, you know, I don't think I could be in that situation. I think to that too point, I have dated when I've dated, like if I had three or four guys that I'm talking to, they're talking to other women, but they don't like the fact that I'm talking to other men. Well, that's because yeah, you can't have men. that. You gotta have a bit of because um... we're men and we have this, this. How how old are these men? Just out of out of curiosity. Um, I might have taken on this mindset in the last ten years. So oh, probably somewhere between the 35 and up, 35 to 45, let me, you know, to 55, because I'm 50. So that's my dating range. Um, when I say, because I started about 10 years ago, not that I would date a 35-year-old today. And they're, um, still, they're still like this at that age? Yeah, men don't like them. When I dated guys, one, the, one of the main reasons I get in relationships is because they ask. Because they don't like the fact that I they ask if I'm talking to other people, I say yes. That's the end of my conversation. I'm not gonna keep telling you more about am I talking to what am I doing, how am I doing, whatever. Either we're in an exclusive relationship or we're not. Period. If we're in an exclusive relationship, I'm not seeing anybody else. That's the end of it. If we're not in an exclusive relationship, I am. That's the end of it. We're not gonna get into the details of it. They can't wrap their brain around the idea of me seeing. Other people, yet they're seeing other people. Yeah, yeah, they ain't got no right to be uh, having that double standard there. Um, yeah. Like, that's uh, typical. <laughs> Most men, yeah. uh, men that cheat, I want their wives at home and still go out and cheat. Why don't you just not be in a, why not be married to get a divorce? Yeah, Chima, you asked about the age group, but I, to be honest, bro, I think it's just a mindset. I don't think it, you, you can shake it away with age. As I have, I, age I, I have a friend. I have a friend yeah. who I thought would be one of these kind of men, and and as he got older, he's got a kid and a wife now. So yeah. so I don't know. I don't know if it's I I I I oh, get that they outgrow. I think yeah. Well, that that's just my experience of yeah. But that wasn't. I thought you were gonna say oh he he uh, he only wanted. Uh, his women to be loyal to him but he wanted to have more relationships like something like future would say but um you know uh, he, he was definitely that, that kind of guy he was definitely that kind of guy yeah like he yeah. would have mad mad women but then if a woman had a a guy then he'd be upset about it and then all of a sudden it was like he got serious about life you know what i mean <laughs> let me be clear if i had my choice i would be married in love family yeah you said that you said yeah you said that yeah i am not that i am not i know too many women who are sitting at home doing exactly what they mean want them to do and they mean i ain't and i'm not that girl i'm not going to be naive i'm not going to be stupid if you can see other people i can see other people of course also is it is it innocent until proven guilty as well though obviously no no doubts no like if someone gives off a, a bad vibe and that's fair enough but um, are, are we under the impression that people are sincere until they're not? 
Yeah. So are you having this conversation before or at the beginning when you start yeah. to talk to somebody? When, to me, the, 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 that just honesty always comes after we're in a relationship. So, so are you saying that because of, sorry, if I'm making that personal, but if you took, if it's based on previous experiences, is that why it's, you're not for it anymore? No, well, why I'm not, not for it is why I'm patient now, where now I don't jump into, because me and you really feeling each other for the first month of dating each other, let's just be together. Because it's new or whatever, yeah. Right, it's new and it's exciting and we're in our honeymoon phase. And then you say, let's be together. And I say, okay, fine, let's be together, yay. And then, you know, two months later, I find out you never let go of all the girls, a couple of the girls you were talking to in the first place. I'm tired of the dishonesty. And I'm telling you that. I'm at a point right now in my life where I'm like, do do you, do me, no questions asked. Just when we're together, we're enjoying each other, whatever we choose to do is our business. I find that it actually makes for a more monogamous relationship. You know why? Because they're choosing me. They're not feeling obligated to call me, to come over to whatever. They don't feel suffocated to do these things. They are choosing to call me or whatever because they, and that choice for some reason makes them feel better about our relationship. It's like those pre, pre-mandated like Sorry, I was just going to say, it's almost like, um, you know, when, when you're just like, it's exclusive, it's almost like um, a checklist that you, you've, you've proved uh, that you've, you have to hold yourself again too, right? And then, yeah. then they like let, and then, sorry, what I'm trying to say is then they, they, they fail in that aspect. So then when you strip that completely, there's no expectations. That's why there's no disappointment. Is that, right. is that what it is? Well, for instance, every morning I may be, I'm talking to a guy, right? He texts me every morning, good morning, right? Uh, you muff from now. He says, let's, let's do this. Let's be exclusive. Fine. Okay, let's do it. Understand, I'm, I don't run from relationships. If you think you're ready, let's do this. Okay, guess what happened? Now he feels obligated to text me good morning. All of a sudden, it doesn't feel as warm. And I even receive it differently. I can feel how it. The, the choice is not there. And now it feels like I have to, I have to text my girl every day. I have to text her good night every day. There's no chase. There's no chase. Yeah. And, and I'm even careful yeah. not to use the word chase, even though I know you don't mean it this way. I feel like you feel better when you are choosing something than when you feel obligated to do it. It's the difference. Let me use work. They say when you, when you go to a job and that you, that you love, it's a different feeling than when you go to a job to pay the bills. I feel like it's passion when you love it, when you do something that you love. I feel like there's it's a it's a mental difference. They're, they're both jobs, they're both nine to five, they're both paying your bills, but one of them fulfills you differently, right? I feel like when you are in a committed relationship, I am in oddly enough committed relationships even when we're not in a committed relationship we have the choice to see other people don't mean that we are because at the end of the day I usually only have time and focus for one but I have the right to see whoever I want to at any given time and if I keep choosing you that's more that's really a compliment so to speak it's really a compliment Mm -hmm. but a lot of men don't want to give up some of the 
they want the benefits of being in a relationship without giving up the benefits of being single. I'm just tired of it. We want so to hate you know what do you? Huh? So we want our cake and eat it too. Yeah, and I just got to a point when I'm like, you know what, do you? I'm gonna do me. And if we're really into each other, it'll it'll work itself out. I tend it does, and then once we're in a relationship, something changes. So that's why I'm single. Well, that's why I typically am single. Are these are these long distance relationships? Well, right now, any relationship I'm in theoretically is somewhat of a long distance relationship because I travel. I'm in Europe more than I'm home. I'm here in Europe three weeks out of a month. Wow. You travel that much? Yeah, I'm an international flight attendant. Okay, cool. Yeah. Oh, wow. Which now, airline? More than a week at a time, huh? Which airline? Uh, I fly for the military, so it's oh. atmosphere. Yeah, okay, it's a private cool. charter. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, but I had I adopted this before I got this job, so let me be clear on that, too. <laughs> I was just, I just, I just got to a point to can play that game, but it's not a game to me. But if you can shoot, see other people, I can see other people, which what I'm not going to do is I'm not going to be in a relationship with you. That's not an option. I, I'm trying to find solutions here for <laughs> mindsets. And I'm just thinking um, it's, it's a case or it needs to be a case of I get to message or as opposed to I have to message her, right? I'm blessed to do so. Mm-hmm. I'm grateful that I have this, but the, the fools that we are as humans, we always exploit and rinse what we, the blessings we have. And that's our shortcoming as people. And I think that if you can overcome that, then you're winning in life. And that's why it's a rarity because it, it's, it's gems aren't found often, are they? So that's what it comes down to. Um, and that book is out next week. Hey, <laughs> Vaughn. Can you, could you date a woman who you know is date multiple people? Date? Long, dating meaning, I mean, yeah, dating. Dating. Does, so does dating date. mean it's serious? That's, yeah, that's what he's asking. We have to define the word date. Yeah. Well, you are not the only person she talks to. When y'all together, y'all do whatever you want to do. But you don't know what she's doing with anybody else because... Yeah, is the idea long term though? Yeah, time wise doesn't mean Jack. No, I've had that situation before. So, but it wasn't something that was happening on a multiple level for me. So I don't know what she was doing. Uh, so I don't know if that's you know applicable to her situation. But that was forever ago. Um, now, um, I don't have the energy for that. Now, I don't. I can't keep up with all that. So. It wouldn't be anything that I would want to do or necessarily be a part of, but because of, no, no, no. I'm not saying I couldn't, but I, I wouldn't. I don't want to do it. Hmm. To me, it's the lesser, you know what I'm saying, of the two evils of do I get in a relationship only for, and I, I'm, I'm not cynical. I don't think that if I started dating Vaughn today, he's going to cheat on me. That is not the case. <laughs> so That's how so how how do you then um because like i said when about the man in polygamy when he has multiple women they don't get the full him because he's spreading himself out how do you find a relationship that you can build 
if you're going into it with the presupposition of there's going to be multiple men that I'm going to date and he's going to probably cheat. So I'm not even going to focus my energies on that. I'm going to let him do what he's going to do. So I was in a year long relationship that I broke up from maybe four or five, five months ago. Right. I was in this mindset that we're talking about when I met him, he was like, I don't want you seeing anybody else. I want you focused on me. Sister guy that built all the shit at your house. This is when I yeah. stopped talking to you. I was like, oh, this guy's building shit at her house. I can't talk to her no more, dog. It was a deck. This shit's getting serious. Now. It was a deck. He's building he, he, her house. For those who don't know, <laughs> for the other two, it, he added a deck onto my house. And um, it was a, a a roof and ceiling fans and lights and mounted TV and all right, that. It was stuff. elaborate as shit. Yeah, I wish my, my wife could make a day you know what i'm saying i was like damn i can't stop <laughs> that shit and we we were dating for four months when he did um damn. yeah so I, what happened huh yeah sorry no i was just impressed sorry carry on <laughs> i was impressed i was like <laughs> i need to level so my shit was, up <laughs> when we knew that um he made the i was seeing other people he made the conscious decision i want to be with you and i was like um, I'm, he knew where I was mentally and emotionally. He said, I wanted you to just focus on us. And I said, okay. I was in love. I was very attracted to him in the beginning to give him that. And then I was, I fell quickly for him. And the weird thing was we were together just short of a year. I was absolutely crazy about him. I wasn't seeing anybody else. And I felt like he never believed me. Like every time my phone rang, he, if I can literally, because I'm an international flight attendant, we're on demand, right? So we can find out two hours before we're supposed to show that we have to show. So we get two hours to get ready and go. That doesn't happen often, but it happens. And so we're obligated to check our phone regularly. So I would wake up in like 3 a.m. in the morning, roll over, check my phone. He would swear it was enough, you know, like... He wouldn't say it to me, but his whole body language changed. And he would just know it had something to do with another guy. And I'm like, it's not, I'm checking my phone. But you, you know, you you were being like, look about it. I said, and I was trying not to let the light wake him up. Like, you know, when you, you turn on your phone and it gets all bright and, you know, mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm just checking my phone. He never felt secure. That's not why we broke up per se. But I felt like those mood swings that he was going through is what broke us up. And I thought in my mind, this is one of the reasons why I stay single. Because being in a relationship is not just um, monogamy. You have a responsibility to handle that person's heart with care and vice versa. You have, you have a responsibility to be considerate to your partner. You, it is not just about you anymore. And I feel like more people get in relationships for selfish reasons than they do for non-selfish reasons. I ended up breaking up with him because I realized that who I am and my lifestyle does not give him peace. And I was like, and he thinks that it was so many other reasons. And I'm like, it had nothing to do with anything else that, but when I see you and you're not happy, it makes me unhappy. When your body language changed to the point well, I can see you don't even really want to be here, but you feel obligated to be here because I'm your woman, as opposed to feeling like I can leave at any point, especially as a woman who's out of town all the time. So 
when I would come in town, I did have kind of this thing where I'm only here for a few days. I need you to come spend some time with me. Um, I could feel that body language and I didn't like it and it wasn't making me happy. So I had to let him go. I feel like people are in relationships for selfish reasons. And the main reason being, I don't want you or anybody else more than how happy you're making each other. It's trying to take the other person off the market because you don't want to share that person. I've gotten to a point of saying, I don't want you to myself if I am not making you, if you don't have a life of peace with pieces to them. My piece is important and your piece is important. Well, you weren't using them if you didn't ask them to redo your no. roof or anything like that before you kicked them to the curb. So you're a good person. Do you think um, other people chiming in on like his business may have played a part to it? Um, or is it literally he was just selfish in his ways of I want her to be exclusive with me, but I can't get over that idea that she might not be because previously she wasn't. Like, how come he didn't go over that hurdle is what I'm going through in my mind. And I'm just thinking, oh, maybe with people were talking shit in his ear because that's what people do. They're in other people's business. It was that because he's older and more of a loner. I didn't think he had people in his ear. So what ultimately mm. broke us up is this is what I think that insecurity caused him to do. We were having our issues and he went, he lives in, he from, he lived in Texas, but he was from Baltimore. He went on to Baltimore while he was home. He called his ex ironic. And when I asked him, did he talk to her while he was there? He said, no. And it was discovered that was a lie. Well, I'm don't do lies. That's why I'm 100% honest to a fault. Because once you once you tell one lie, everything can look like a lie. Mm. So we went down here from there because here I am traveling the world. Now I'm worrying about whether or not I can trust what you're telling me anymore. And so not only did he lie about the fact that he called her, but then he tried to make me out to be the problem because he lied. Like, I can't believe you even asked that question. Why would you even ask? You're trying to sabotage us. And I was like, no, I asked the question because I wanted to see if you would be honest and you weren't. So and you knew otherwise. Yes. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry to make it all about you, by the way, but it's insightful nonetheless, and hopefully not too taxing on your end. No. Uh, he I knew he was lying. And instead of just humbling himself and just kind of apologizing, like, I'm sorry, he took me through a lot and then finally got to that point. But by the time he took me through all of that to the point where he finally apologized, he, there was so much damage. I'm, have you ever heard of the term demisexual? Any of you? D-E-M-I sexual? No. What yeah, but I don't know the full meaning of it. That's it's when a person... Isn't it? What'd you say? Isn't that couples? Couples? Or, or no, no, somebody that's only attracted to... Demigods. No. <laughs> you have to like be in love with somebody's mind or something before you fall in. I forget what it is. Anyway, go ahead. I, you I have think to I have an emotional connection yeah, yeah, with somebody yeah. before you have a physical one. And is so, that not is that not just normal? No. No. <laughs> no. That could be. It's not normal. It's gotta have a label attached to it. That's ridiculous. Of course, yeah. it's too normal. There's too many options. So. All right. So what happened was my emotional connection faded based on how he handled that whole situation. He got very angry and defensive first before he got apologetic. 
And by the time he got apologetic, the, the emotional connection had already started disconnecting for me. And I couldn't get it back no matter how hard I tried. I just couldn't. Damn. You know, you know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking he went through all of this. He internalized his, uh, what should I say, his doubts of you. And because he felt like he went through that tough process that he's entitled to uh, not being questioned. Because like I had to go through potentially you not being faithful with me to you questioning me about it. How dare you type thing. Um, I'm just trying to unravel it in my head, but um, I don't know if I'm just throwing random statements here, but I'm just trying to understand his mindset <laughs> and uh, why he's like that. I guess people who are I guilty can probably throw it back on you. Sorry? I think his insecurity is why he did it. I think that's why he called because it's basically like she's probably doing it so I can do it too. Yeah. But and I think I felt like it felt more like he was cheating. Yeah. And I think this can rewind back to how a call started or somewhat through it. It's it's gotta be both people leading by example. Uh, regardless if one is wrong, you show the other how it should be managed and this is how you do it. And then you have uh, a pedestal to stand on if you feel to say pedestal otherwise you're not in no place to tell someone that they're in the wrong if you're not leading in the right right it's like credible when when someone's uh intentions and actions coinc- you know flow together right so a few I words love him i adored him i'm gonna tell you Yvonne, what's really ironic about the way you threw that out there about the deck. I feel like that was the that was a bigger mistake for me than it was for him. Even though he paid for it, he built it, he whatever. Because once he did that, I he I felt like he kind of I say this carefully because I don't want to seem unappreciative, but I felt like he kind of lorded it over me. It was kind of like I bought you this debt, and that was every time we broke up. I had I had to be reminded, and he was saying stuff like I can't imagine somebody else on you know you sitting and enjoying that deck with some other man you know like i had to hear stuff like that sounds like sounds insecure yeah i'd be on instagram like every week like this on the deck with another dude (laughs) (laughs) i'd start my own instagram page just for that deck john's john's deck the opposite i'm trying not to like promote the deck on instagram because I don't want him to feel like I'm being hurtful. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's interesting how people like, I'm just like keep their relationships um, or keep connected even though they're not in relationships because I feel like um, my, um, once you're like, Asa, can you really be friends afterwards? That's, that's the all my Yes, I, yes, you can. Stop yeah, being got, so... Yeah, you I'm can. Sure. No, you can. No, you can be civil. No, it's oh, not even about civil. I'm, I'm going to go see my ex when my mom gets here. In a couple yeah, man. That's Come on, man. Anymore. We're not children anymore, man. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. All right. It was only yeah. a question. Yeah, <laughs> it's only a question. We got we to gotta wrap this up, though, because it's getting late. Nick, so it's always midnight where she is. Uh, are, you in, are you in Russia, by the way? I'm in Bulgaria, yeah. It's Bulgaria. not Russia anymore, but yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. So, um... do you have time to stick around for beats? Because I want to squeeze these beats in real quick. Otherwise, we can do them another night. I'm in no rush. I'm here. All right. We're going to do these beats real quick, you guys. And then um, get you guys out of here because I got to pack up because I'm going into London tomorrow. What, what, what did I miss, by the way? Just a quick little uh, 
No, we were talking about Will and and uh, Jada. You didn't talk about Chappelle. We didn't get to Chappelle. So we were waiting for you for the Chappelle. And he actually inducted Jay-Z into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame last I wanted week. to, yeah, yeah. So yeah we'll have to, to wait and talk about that next time because I don't I don't have anything prepped up really for it. Uh, we're out of here. What are you guys promoting? Anything, something, so we can move on with our lives? I want to thank Miss Nikki D from the D for coming onto the pod. Uh, Dr. Chima on the Better Late Than Never side of the game. Um, are you still promoting uh, Modern Fairy Tale? Or you got something new? I know you're always doing something magical speaking. Uh, nah, still modern fairy tale, man. We're closing out that the, the year with the most magical album of 2021. We're talking about giants, trolls, magic forests, kings. You know what I mean? Go check that out and 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 really see what's happening in these streets. Modern fairy tale, Chima Anya, Spotify. Check it out. That's what's up, Mr. Uwe. What up? What up? What up? What it do, what it do. Yes, uh, as always, I'm eating my way through the camera. You can come check me out, Eats on Instagram. Recently just uh, had a review of Orange Buffalo. So if you like your buffalo wangs, then, you know, we break it down and just have a good time eating food. So, uh, yeah, keep me on there. Cool. Y'all know what to do. Go out and do it. We're out. Peace. I can't believe I got the wrong. Well, we did like some serious like Titanic length. I can't believe I was.